Well, hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for coming back. And if you're new to this podcast, my name is Akaimi McCoy, and I am the Christian Therapist. I do want you to know that anything that I share on this podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. All information is for educational purposes only. All right, sit back and enjoy. I want y'all to help me welcome Kimberly Wright, who is a childbirth educator and a certified birth doula. She is the owner and nurturer of Birth of Love. She believes that birth should be a happy, healthy, and natural experience encompassed in love and compassion. All right, sit back and enjoy. So Kimberly, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. I am so happy to have you with me today. I just appreciate you so much. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate this opportunity. (laughs) Indeed, indeed. And I'm going to go ahead and get started for our listeners. Can you first start off by telling me what led you to becoming a doula? What what prompted you into wanting to do this and get in this field? Well, in 2016, I was searching for my purpose and what I was supposed to do in life. And the word doula just kept coming to mind. And then I started praying about it. And then God just placed it in my heart that this is something that I should do. And so I quit my job and I started pursuing birth work. And did you see it somewhere? Is that what triggered it? Where did you, where did it come? Did it just drop into uh, you? Yes, it just came into my mind. And then it came into my mind and then maybe a couple months later, my little sister brought the word up again. And then I, and then I just started giving it more thought and researching it and then it stuck. And then now I'm here. Now I love things that drop into my spirit and I have <laughs> nowhere of knowing where it comes from. So it definitely that- came out of nowhere. <laughs> Well, when, since you've been into learning about doula and all those type of things, what impact has becoming a certified doula had on your life? Becoming a doula has had a, a huge impact. I just like being able to support women and knowing their birth choices and just um, educating them more about the birthing process and labor and just letting them know that it's just a natural part of life. So when I just um, come into contact with all these different women, I just like being able to impact them in that way and just letting them know that you don't have to be afraid of birth or anything like that. It's natural and God created our bodies to do it. Especially like the fact that you're giving them another alternative, you know, another alternative than what we're accustomed to. Because Mm -hmm. as a mother, I never even considered um, a doula, mainly because I really didn't know nothing Nobody about was, it, right? you know, so, so yes. that's a nice option. And had I known now what I know, the little bit that I know, I probably would have looked into it a little bit more after having three children. Definitely. I think a lot of women would have, um, you know, looked into having a doula before, but we just don't know what it is. And back then, you know, and, you know, when we were slaves and things like that, we had doulas. We were the midwives. We were the doulas. We were called granny midwives. So we would, you know, help everybody give birth, even, you know, our slave owners, you know, um, wives and things like that. So 
we were that we knew how to do it. It's just as we came into, you know, technology, we kind of gotten away from natural births and things like that. So I think it's important for doulas, you know, to help educate our moms that, you know, this is natural and, you know, we are supposed to do that. Well, you mentioned a midwife, and that's another thing that I'm not familiar with either. Um, what is the difference? Is there a difference at all with midwife and a doula? What's the difference? There is a difference. A lot of people think doulas are midwives, but we aren't. Midwives do everything medical. So midwives check the mom. They do blood pressures. They actually catch the baby. You know, they can be there. If you wanted to have a home birth, you would hire a midwife. But um, a doula, we help support the mom so and the family. So we support the mom and um, physically by giving her comfort measures that she can do, labor, um, labor movements. We also support her mentally and emotionally just by being her support system and just letting you know her know positively and um, positive birth affirmations that she can do. And then we just also support with information just by giving moms and families um, facts um, about birth, um, you know, so they can have um, a fact birth and form birth. So it sounds like there's an educational component to it as well. Yes, yes. Because, okay. um, because a lot of times midwives are focused on, you know, the baby. And so our job as doulas are to be focused on the mom and the families, mostly the mom. So um, we can make sure that what she wants during her birth and her birth plan and her birth options are being executed during her birth because, of course, she's busy, <laughs> you yeah. know, having the baby. So <laughs> we're there just to support her. So one of the things that I learned a small detail about when it comes to doula is there are some women who would like for the nurse to be there to support them, especially in the midst of the labor and delivery and all that kind of thing. So do you come alongside in the midst of the delivery that's happening at all? Or are you actually in the room when the birth happens? Um, I'm actually in the room. So we're all a part of the mom's birth team. We call it the birth team. So it'll be the mom, um, her partner, her husband, maybe she may want to have like a friend or two or her mother. And then it's the um, labor and delivery nurse. And then there's me. And then, of course, the doctor comes in later later when the mom is actually um, about to give birth. But um, in the beginning stages, it's just me and the nurse um, taking care of the mommy. So we work um, hand in hand. Well, when do you come into the life of the expectant mom? Well, I come into her life whenever she would like me to. I can come in right when she finds out she's pregnant and she would just like to get more information and just know that I'm there to support her. Or I can come, a lot of moms um, hire doulas maybe at 20 weeks or so just to get acquainted so we can get acquainted so we can build a relationship and a rapport. And then we also start um, giving them some fact-based information, helping them go over comfort measures. And so leading up into the 40 weeks or plus, you know, so we're there with them the whole time. And then we're there, we're there with them, of course, afterwards um, for a little short, short, short amount of time after the birth. And then we meet up with them again afterwards when they come home and they've gotten a little settled just to go over and debrief the birth and how they're doing and how their baby's doing and how everyone is adjusting. 
Oh my goodness, I would have loved having the doula. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking like, love that idea. Didn't have that type of support. Right. <laughs> I mean, you have your family, you have your family, but. It's different when you have is- a doula and someone who's um, educated and specializes in comforting you and being there for you and answering all your questions. Because a lot of times friends or family, they mean well, but they give you you know, um, their point of view on things that you should do, not necessarily just the, the facts and letting you make your own decisions. That actually leads me into my next question. Um, what are some of the mental health benefits of having a doula and what else is offered to your clients? Um, a lot, the mental health benefit just in general, I feel like is support. A lot of people just need to be supported, especially um, depending on the, the demographic that you serve. Um, so I serve mainly like inner city um, moms and youth or low income. So their, men- their mentality, they've been through different things that, you know, that needs to be addressed even prior to getting pregnant. So if they don't even address those things, the decisions they make as far as who they choose to get pregnant by and then, you know, how they feel about being pregnant and then their environment, all of that takes a toll on them and their pregnancy. So as a doula, you kind of have to serve as kind of their um, a lending ear. So they have someone to talk to, to about their issues because not only are they pregnant, but they're going through other things as well that's mentally affecting them and their surroundings, which ultimately affects their baby and their birth and how they look at birth and labor. You know, I think that is amazing what you're doing and what this does for, you mentioning inner city youth. I think that is a population that many people wouldn't even be thinking about when it comes to doula. How many people do you know knows and understands as young people that a doula could be for me? Right. They don't right. think so. A lot of people think doulas are just for those who um who are rich or have, you know, a lot of money. And it's like that's a stigma and that's a myth because doulas are for everyone. A lot of us work on sliding pay scales. So you don't always have to pay the full fee. And then a lot of us also donate our services. So, you know, young moms or, you know, moms who are in need. So that's, you know, that's something that we want to kind of let people know that we are for everyone. And those who can't afford us are the ones who need us the most because they can't advocate for themselves because they don't know because, you know, they aren't getting that education about pregnancy and labor and birth. So they're the ones who need us the most in reality. (sighs) I'm loving this. I'm loving what you're saying right here. I really am. So, and I'm actually going to come back to the myth thing. So just be ready for that one. But is there any research or what does the research say about the positive effects of having a doula, if you know of any? Yeah. And for the expected mothers and their babies. Mm-hmm. So re- research has shown that when you have a doula, you are less likely to use pain medication and you're um, more likely to be able to cope with, cope with the labor pains um, more efficiently um, because we, we give you comfort measures and, you know, breathing techniques that you can do to kind of get you through the contractions, you know, 
without having to use any pain uh, medicine. A lot of moms also don't, they're not, they don't have to use Pitocin to get their labor started because they've already, when they have a doula, you know, you've all, we've already um, coached them to maybe stay home a little bit longer until, you know, your contractions get a little bit heavier so you don't have to stay in the hospital for so long because the longer you stay, the more interventions you're likely to experience because they want to kind of get you, get you going. You know, and then also a lot of moms are less likely to get C-sections because we advocate for natural birth and time and waiting and letting your body do what it needs to do naturally to help you birth your baby. Oh, oh. again, I'll probably repeat this over and over again. <laughs> Whenever this, this information when I needed it. <laughs> what surprised you the most about the work of a doula? when you were getting certified to, to do this work? Um, honestly, what surprised me the most is how much of an impact the system, as we put it, has on birth. It seems like technology has taken over. And so it's kind of, we look at birth um, from a, I want to say like a scared lens, as if I understand that hospitals are there to help us and to do things and to help if things were to get um, out of control or need a little bit of assistance, but births is supposed to be natural. So it just, it, it, it surprised me how much they want to kind of interject and um, kind of speed your birth up or, um, you know, not want you to kind of experience the full, the full process because, you know, they have time limits and money to be made if I can say that, you know, so, so that kind of, that, that really surprised me. It's like, they've, the system is on every level, including birth. And one thing that I do understand when it comes to medication, we don't know how that medication is going to affect us mentally, you know, and the medication is geared towards suppressing, you know, certain things and introducing not only things into my body, into the baby's body. body. And I know that one of my births, I was given uh, medication to induce because the doctor wanted to be the one to deliver my baby. And she was getting off of her shift. So, you know, again, had (laughs) I had more information. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> it's like it's not about you, right. it's about me and my baby. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I probably would have thought differently about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to my question about the myths. Um, are are you aware of some known myths about having a doula? And if so, what are the facts to get rid of get rid of the myths? Oh well, um, well one myth at one myth as I mentioned earlier was that um, we're midwives and we're not. Right. <laughs> um, mid, um, doulas just support the mom with information emotionally and physically. Um, so that's a myth. And also a myth is that doulas will make the decisions for you um, in the hospital, and that's not true. We just help support you in your decisions, but we can't tell the doctor what to do um, for you. You know. We're not you. Um, you're supposed to, you know, speak up, or your partner also can speak up for you as well because you're one. But we don't do that for you. So, key that you just said and is really important to me, which is why I wanted to interview you, is the emotional aspect. There is an emotional aspect to being pregnant, 
carrying the baby, having the delivery, and afterwards. There is a major emotional component. So you being there for that is good for, you know, anybody that decides to choose a doula um, in this process. So that's amazing. And that also has an effect um, on your mind. Pregnancy has a big effect on your mind and also during labor. So if you're tense, if you're worried about things in your mind during labor, if you're worried about the parking or if you're worried about if you turn something off at your home, that's going to affect your labor. If you're stressed in your mind and you're tense, it will it will transfer to your uterus and your labor will be solved. Oh, yes, indeed. In what way do you believe you're serving the community with the services you're offering? Oh, well, I'm, I believe I'm serving the community just by giving them the information that they need and that hasn't been, you know, provided to them for, for centuries. A lot of, yes, a lot of women in our communities don't even know what happens during birth. They don't even know um, how, what labor is or if they're even in labor or what they're supposed to do. So I think that me being able to come into the community and give them this information empowers them to just make better choices for themselves and their bodies. So Kimberly, tell me, how are you going about spreading awareness about having a doula and the benefits? Um, well, one way that I spread awareness is when I do teach my childbirth education classes, I do mention doulas because that's a part of having um, a great support system, a birth support system. So I inform them about doulas and what they are. And then I became cert- um, a certified doula through the birth well. So the birth well, we also volunteer our services to the community as well and the women who are part of those classes. So I do um, get the word out about doula that way. And of course, I post on Facebook about um, doula and what a doula is and information about that as well. And um, I do, oh, and Instagram as well, all the social media platforms. Um, I do post about a doula because I think it's important that we um, as a community know about it. Actually, that's kind of how I um, really started thinking about um, asking you to do this with me because of your educational piece on social media. And I love how you were giving this information. And even if it wasn't something that I was interested in, because at the top, it still was amazing to me to learn about that. So I really appreciate, and I know I've probably said it before, but I do appreciate your educational component on social media. I thank you. Thank you very much. Because sometimes, you know, when you post, you don't really think people read it or people may not care. You know, the information is valuable, but you don't know if people actually, you know, are digesting it. So it's good to have the confirmation. Yes, it is. And, and always just understand that your gift is to spread the information. That's what it is. Trust and believe is going to be seen by someone. That's just my little tidbit there. I receive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as a certified doula, uh, do you have any concerns about um, expected mothers having untreated mental illness um, or struggles? And what do you see in the way of postpartum depression? Is that any way connected to some of the things that you're doing? Um, I will say that I do have concerns about expected mothers having untreated mental health 
struggles because, like I said, some of the environments that they come from, you they already are dealing with so much. So before they even get pregnant, just, you know, they may have been through, you know, poverty or death or, you know, um, you know, the school system, you know, not really, you know, valuing them, you know, just things like that. So that already takes a toll um, on their minds. Um, so I, I'm definitely concerned about that. That's why when I do um, interact with my clients and then I do teach childbirth education, I kind of want to um, surround it with positivity and just remind them that, you know, you are valued and you are worthy. And even with the postpartum depression, because yes, like I said, being pregnant and then actually having the baby, that's the whole that's the fourth trimester, as they say. Right. So, yeah, so you have different struggles. So now the baby's here. So how am I going to take care of the baby or provide for that for the baby and make sure it's safe? And so it's just a lot of things that go into pregnancy and birth and then, you know, the postpartum stage that I just think it's really important just to let um, everyone know and become aware of the information of how to go about to to help to help you when you get to those stages and when you feel like you need a helping hand. Good job. Good job with that. Um, what information would you like to share with the listeners who may be considering a doula or who may want to share this with somebody that is expecting? Oh, I would just like to say, um, just redo your research. A doula is there to help you and to just to help you give information. We all don't cost the same. Some of us are free. So don't just think that you just automatically can't afford us. Um, and then also there are men, especially in the Baltimore area, you can even go on Facebook and things and you can research um, doula, doulas in your city. Um, so, so there are many aspects of you can get in contact with doulas if you want one and they're available for all moms and like I said the pay scale ranges um so just don't just don't count yourself out we are really here just to help you and to help the community and just to make sure that you are heard and that your birth is the way that you would like it to be um and that it's, it's positive it's a positive experience because you will remember your birth the birth of your baby for the rest of your life so we just want to make sure that um, it's, it's a powerful and a positive experience for you and your baby. Well, you know what? I so, so enjoyed this actual um, episode because this is something that I really believe will be beneficial to those thinking about becoming parents, those who end up becoming you know, pregnant and it's not planned. Because there are options. There are so many more options. And this is a great option. And so, Kimberly, how can people connect with you as far as social media? And do you have any upcoming events? Um, yes, you can contact me on social media at Kimberly Rose. That's on Facebook and Instagram. That's my personal. And also on Facebook, I have a business page, Birth of Love. Um, with two E's that you can find that you can find me, and there you will have all the updates about um, you know what I'm doing and and things that's coming up. And in the new year, I am teaching a community childbirth class. Um, at it's called the Bloom Collective. They're just opening up their space on Greenmount Avenue um, this coming December. So I'll be teaching childbirth classes there. 
and my childbirth class is called Baby Love, and it's nurturing the love between birth, mommy, and baby. Is there a way for them to hire you directly? Is it just through social media? You can go ahead and send me an email. That's the best way to contact me. And you can um, send an email to birthoflove2, the number two, at gmail.com. And I'll be sure to respond to you quickly. And we can go ahead and chat there. Because you are so informative and it seems like you have a true passion about what it is that you're doing. Again, you're welcome. And thank you for taking time out with me on the Christian Therapist Podcast. I appreciate you so much. And we will be in contact soon. Yes, I appreciate the opportunity. (laughs) To connect with Kimberly Wright, you can find her on Facebook at My Birth of Love. Email her at mybirthoflove at gmail.com and visit her website at mybirthoflove.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to visit my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Akayami Speaks, on Instagram at Akayami McCoy, and on YouTube as Akayami McCoy. All right. Thanks a lot. And I hope you return for the next episode.